everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan. Joining today, as always, by Justin and Ryan. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, man? It's uh, it's good to be back in the business here. We took a took a short break, uh, about a week and a half or so break. So it's it's good to be on the, back in the saddle again, as they say. Yeah, we had to, you know, take a little step back, kind of get our minds minds back at it and get back in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Got to have that little reset every now and then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got a doozy for uh, for everyone today. Um, I'm actually super excited to get into this. This is a topic has been on the list. I think we all are. Yeah, it's been on the list for a little bit of time now. And um, so uh, we finally get a chance to talk about it. But uh, before we get into the episode, a little bit of housekeeping uh, for everyone. Uh, just as a reminder, uh, we would ask you to go please visit our website, offthemonorails.com. Uh, there, of course, you get to listen to our beautiful voices with our podcast on demand there, along with uh, you get to read our words, our written words. Uh, well, they're typed, but our blog's there. And uh, you get to read dining reviews, uh, episode synopsises of the of all of our episodes, along with just some other random things, uh, tales from our trips, uh, so to speak. Uh, so check it out off the monorails.com. We appreciate every visit there. Uh, also, uh, check us out on all the socials, uh, at off the monorails. We're on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Go follow us on all the socials. Uh, we appreciate it. Share us with a friend. We appreciate that even more. And, um, just, uh, Are all we ready to share some special news, Jordan. Well, I'm just going to let everyone know that um, if they're if if you're out there preparing for an upcoming trip to Disney or anywhere for that matter, uh, be sure to take a special look at the episode descriptions, um, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Uh, go check out the episode description. Scroll down uh, to the affiliate section. We've got some uh, great companies that we are partnering with uh, to make your next trip that much better. Uh, we are working with companies like Western Rise, Viore, Spy Optics, and more. And uh, so we're really happy to be working with those companies and brands. Um, along with that list, one of those companies is making my life better right now. As I take another sip of my coffee, I'll tell you about Electric City Roasting Co. They're out of Scranton, PA. I know. Go ahead and cue the music. We all know it. Uh, but not only are they making great coffee, they're doing some great things for the environment. And they've agreed to hook up all of our listeners with 20% off their first order. Fantastic savings. Yes. So go to Electric City Roasting Co. Um, uh, the link is there also in the episode description. Check out using code OTMCOFFEE20. That's OTMCOFFEE20. And you'll get 20% off your first order with them. And a special thanks to Electric City Roasting Co. for that. And with that being said, let's get into the topic today, guys. We are going to rank Pixar's 25 movies. So recently, uh, Pixar released their 25th movie uh, with Turning Red. And... A few weeks ago, uh, IGN.com uh, released their tw- top 25 or their, tw- their ranking from 1 to 25 of all the Pixar movies. And I 
agreed with some and disagreed with some on that list. And I thought, you know what? How about we put our list together on our own and bring that to the table and see how we compare to that list. So um, I'll leave a link to that IGN list, the original list in the episode description as well for you to take a look at. Uh, But for us, we're going to go 25 to 1. And none of us know what each other's rankings are. This has not been discussed. <laughs> and so I'm very interested to see where we where we land on this, guys. So I'll just go ahead and we'll start with uh, with Ryan, number 25. Number 25 on my list would be the great dinosaur or the good dinosaur. I'm sorry. But didn't really uh, didn't really care for it. I'm not a big uh, dinosaur person anyways. I didn't even like the land before time that much when I was oh, little. Oh, man. Man. Missed opportunity there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where did where did that one fall on your list, Justin? Number twenty five. Oh, uh, really? And for only one reason, I've never watched it. Oh. Uh, so I don't have any background knowledge on it, and I don't want to give it a advanced ranking on something that I already have watched. Yeah. Versus something I haven't. So I hold it down there. This list can change. Okay. We'll see. Um, but I I have not seen that movie to date. Okay. Yeah, um, that one obviously is going to show up uh, a little bit higher on my list. But uh, number 25 for me was Turning Red. Mm. Um, Pixar's most recent. Uh, I just did not care for this at all. Uh, I'm a boy dad, so maybe that has something to do with it. Um, I, I just was not into this movie really whatsoever. It was it was a decent movie, but I just didn't nothing did it for me. So. Uh, that's number 25 on my list. Uh, Justin, number 24. Turning red. Okay. Uh, I've only seen uh, a good chunk of this movie. Um, I haven't watched it all the way through yet, uh, but I've, I'd say I've probably watched about 30% of it okay. already. And from what I've seen, I'm not into the whole uh, anime-ish style okay. of animation. Um and like you, I am also a boy dad, so I just I really couldn't relate to it as as I would have hoped. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's just personally I can't relate to it, so that's what puts it down the list for me. Yeah, 24 for me. This may be a little shocker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, kids of the 90s. Um, <laughs> this is just a hard list to compile. Um, number 24 is A Bug's Life. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I did not expect that one. I know, I know. It's you uh got some splendid to do. Yeah, well, I mean, this is Pixar's second ever movie that they did. Um came out in the mid nineties, I believe ninety six. Um I just they're I'll put it to you this way. Pixar's done a great they've done great with their other movies. So, I mean, that's really the only reason why this is down where it is. You, When you think about Pixar and kind of like what it's become and what it's evolved to, and you start to attach these emotional connections to their movies, mm-hmm. A Bug's Life doesn't really give you any of those emotional cues. I loved it as a kid. I still enjoy it. Um, Hopper is a great villain. You know, like you, it's just there's a lot of goodness in that movie. And so it's not a bad movie whatsoever, but comparing it to the others that Pixar has done, it's just where it lands for me. That's a, that's a fair assessment. What about you, Ryan? 
for number 24, <clears throat> this one may cause a bit of a a controversy, but finding Dory. Wow. Me. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Because, because the entirety of the movie to me was just like a third person perspective of finding Nemo. And it just, I don't know. It, it didn't do much for me. Yeah. I even saw it in theaters with the kids and like, even they were like, what is this? Yeah. I know that's that could be a bit of a um, you know head scratcher, but it take, it, that movie that movie didn't close a lot of loops for me. Yeah, I mean, for that one, right? Like, I, that was one of them that I had a tougher time placing because there are some emotional cues in that movie, right? Um, and it's a bit of an origin story, um, but at the same time, you're right. Like, there's an introduction of new characters, some that are really fun like hank is fun um yeah but also too it's like there's also some you just passerbys right like you don't really don't really mind to to know or lean on that side of the story but um yeah i understand it it was very like lion king one and a half ish to me if 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 that makes sense let's not go that far yeah <laughs> but but that was a better movie so <laughs> Right, right. I get what you're saying, but it, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. All right, so we're moving on to number twenty-three, um, Cars Two. Um, I love the Cars franchise, but there are some great characters from that movie. Uh, Francesco Bernoulli is one of my favorite characters from Cars, um, from the Cars series. But in general, like. And Sir Axelrod, like that whole dynamic was was fun, but that movie, man, some moments of that thing are just like cringeworthy. Like it's just like you could tell they were like in a rush to get something out on the success heels of the first Cars movie that it felt like a rush production. Um, so to me, so that's where that's why it's there. Yeah, see that that movie ranked a little higher on my list. I think more Mine so too. just because the the soundtrack kind of carried it. But I, I do I do see some of the storyline where it, it it felt like it might have been a little kind of pieced together. Mm-hmm. So I mean I, I can't argue with you on that. Yeah. So for my twenty third rank, it's actually Cars Three. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Damn, you are uh, killing me. Well, the thing is, wow, I had to fight between Cars 2 and 3 because I like both. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But Cars 3, I feel like they drug it out so long with you know, Lightning having his internal conflict of, can I still do this? And I just feel like it was just drug out way too long. And it's like, come on, just get on with the story. So that's why it ended up p23 in my list you know i i get what you're saying too because by the time you get to the point of resolve in that movie and then cruz ends up stepping in for him the next thing you know the movie's over yeah so there's no kind of like big closure it's just okay cruz starts racing and that's it yeah but okay i'll, I'll bring out some but it, maybe it's warranting cars for i don't know but exactly i think right was- right i can see that but currently, there's no announcement of it, so <laughs> that's where it ended up on my list. All right. So this slot for me was turning red, so that, okay. that speaks for okay. itself. You know, um, I am a girl dad. 
um, some of the material that was in there to like kind of help maybe little girls relate to, you know, that point in their life where their body's changing. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool how it was lightly put, but I think it was more so this, it's a different director. Um, I think this was like a, a Chinese uh, director that used to be a storyboard artist for uh, Pixar. So I think they let her kind of come up and, and, you know, be the uh, executive director. Yeah. Um, and it, it just, it was a different film style that, uh, that I didn't really care for as far as just the setup and the characterization. And yeah, it didn't do much for me. Yeah. All right. So on to number uh, 22, uh, what you got, Justin? We probably about to fight <laughs> toy story three. Oh my God. Toy story three. Yeah. We're going to fight. Well, I'm not very far off from you, Justin. Okay. On that. And, and really, only reason Toy Story 3 is where it is is I think they they really messed up introducing the new toy's life and it kind of like I think it got too dark too quick yeah you know it, yeah. it felt like there was no easing into the new you know situation introducing new toys and stuff like that it felt like it was just just bam in your face and it, it felt like it got too dark for for toy story granted we grew up with them so you think andy's going off to college at this point so yeah. you know we grew up with it so our tastes could take the darkness of that movie yeah but i i i just feel like it got too dark and you know the spot i'm talking about for those that may have sure. not seen it by now but i just i feel like it was too dark at that moment so I just I just feel like Toy Story three was just a, a little too dark for my taste. Okay. Uh, good movie, great storyline, but it was just too dark. Okay. For a Pixar movie. Mm. Number twenty two on my list is Incredibles two, and it's really because yeah, you get to see some expansion of the original movie, and you get to see Jack Jack grow up a little bit into his powers, um, but. Aside from that, there's not really any connection to that movie. It's just like, hey, we need. It's about time we did another Incredibles movie uh, for right. this franchise, and so let's put it out. Um, Storyline's okay. Um, I get it does have like just what you said, Justin. It does have some of those darker, uh, you know, times in it. Um, but at the same time, it's there's nothing else about that movie that makes me want to be like, Oh yeah, let's go watch it again. Sort of thing. Like right. there's nothing like to relate to with it. You're just seeing another story with those same characters, but there's nothing grabbing you emotionally to attach yourself to that. Um, I think it's, uh, I, I hold, you'll see later in the list, but I hold the original Incredibles in a much higher regard. Likewise. Um, yep. And so, yeah, this one just didn't do it, do all that much for me. I agree. You couldn't have described that better. So um, my slot on this one uh, is for Toy Story 4. Okay. And much so for the same reason how Justin kind of described Toy Story 3 for him was, uh, like I mentioned, where, you know, Bo Peep and the sheep, they end up at a um, <laughs> like an antique store. And then there's like a carnival across from yeah. it. And, you know, she's tatted up and all pieced together and, you know that movie just got really weird for me. And then like the henchmen dolls and yeah, stuff. Right. God, those were creepy. Yeah. I did not. I mean, 
you know, Goosebumps books back yeah, in my oh, childhood. Yeah. They, they made mm-hmm. me the you know the Night of the Living Dummy. Yep, I seen those and I was like, nope, this ain't for me. I'm about to <laughs> I didn't even finish it. Those henchman dolls, those were creepy. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on to number twenty one. Um, one of the newer ones, uh, Soul. Uh, wow. Yeah. That low. Yeah. Um, that low. I have just. Wow. That movie is good. It's got some good motives in it. Um, you know, the storyline is good. Um, I think the teachings of, you know, in the movie are are good. Um, but, it, again, it's just one of those that just, like, falls casually to just the other movies that are on this list. Um, yeah. Okay. So. It did not on my list, but okay. <laughs> So I'll uh, I'll pick up P twenty one here on my end. Uh, it goes like what you were just saying just a second ago, Jordan. Uh, I I one hundred percent concur. Incredibles two. Yeah. Uh, I, there's nothing else I can say about it. You described it perfectly. Incredibles two is P twenty one on my list. Might as well just skip because that's what mine is. So All right. Great minds think alike. Yep. Or we just think alike. <laughs> <laughs> we're not great minds. Yeah. All right. So. I'll, I'll kick off P20. Here. All right. I know I'm going to cause a ruckus out of both of y'all. You already have a Toy Story 3. Oh, uh, this is even worse. Jesus. I think. Oh, no. Cars 2. No. Okay. And the only reason it failed this far is because I feel like they forced Mater way too much in Cars 2. Like, I feel like his entire role was forced big time versus what it his role was in the first movie. Yeah. And I I loved the storyline. I loved them going international. I loved the introduction. Like they did a really good job introducing new uh faces and characters. Mm-hmm. But just Mater's character I think was just overplayed way too much for that, even though he had some great lines in that movie. Yeah. Don't get me I wrong. And the soundtrack it. is banging. Like I agree with Ryan. We we love that soundtrack. But just the how Mater fit into the storyline, I think they forced it way too much. Well, like the characters themselves, it's almost like they it's almost I wouldn't be surprised if this was the actual case, but it it feels like that movie was produced separately. Like yeah. that, you know, like Owen Wilson did all of his stuff somewhere, and then Larry Cable Guy did all of his stuff somewhere. And it feels mm-hmm. disjointed when you think about the character interaction and maybe it's supposed to feel that way because that was the whole issue that Mater was having in that film. Right. was that, yeah, they were going through a he point of turmoil. And, yeah. yeah. They're struggling through their friendship and how that, how to balance that through, you know, fame and all that. So yeah, maybe it's supposed to feel that way. And, and, but if, if it's supposed to feel that way, that's one of the big reasons why I don't care for that movie. Like I, I like the movie because I like the Cars franchise, but right. What you got, Ryan? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's such a hard list. If for those that are listening, if you've never done this, try it for yourself with your <laughs> friends and family, because I'm telling you, it was difficult. Like you yeah. had to make a lot of choices. Um, well, this movie I didn't really grasp too well, so it, it is kind of hard for me to say it. But uh, onward. Ooh. Okay. Whoa. Okay. And it was it, the, the storyline behind the movie is great. Yeah, I, I, you know I love how the ebbs and flows of it went. 
but it's just just something I couldn't really grasp with it. Um, kids loved it, mm-hmm. but uh, it just wasn't one of those ones that I, I felt that you know, I guess that personal connection with. There was no kind of like point to me where it was like it it, it reached out and grabbed me. Okay, so, mm. fight me. <laughs> Right. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. Uh, number 20 on my list is Luca. Whoa, I did not see that coming. Um, yeah, so this is one that I had not seen uh, until very recently. And I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the story behind it. Um, you know, basically, it what it felt like to me, in a way, was Finding Nemo. Because yeah. like you think about it, it's like, the little the boy Luca just wanted to get out of like he wanted to go ashore, right? And saying like Nemo wanted to get out of the reef, right? Like yep. he wanted to see more and like experience more of the world. Um, so I I found some similarities in that. Um and and then you had the connection of like just friends being friends for the first time, and then so that was pretty cool because again, like you start to see that um, in your own child's lives, you know, as, mm-hmm. as they grow up and get older and start making friends at school and making connections and try to seek that attention from from other kids and right. So I thought some of the storylines in it and the way that they worked the characters was was really cool, especially like also kind of like that undertone of who cares what you look like or who you are, or where you came from, you can still be a part of something and do good stuff. So I really like that stuff in the movie. Um, but again, so it's not like at the bottom of this list, but it's in the bottom third. Um, but still really good movie. So we're on PD 19, correct? Uh, yeah. So Ryan, what you got? Number 19. Uh, brave. Okay. Uh, kind of one of those middle of the road movies wasn't bad, yep. <clears throat> but it wasn't nothing that stood out for me. Um, I do like Meredith's character mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just how strong willed she is. And yeah. the, the storyline itself was pretty good, but I mean, it was just one of those middle of the road. It was a good, solid movie. Um, you know, she's not really one of the more popular princesses, so there's nothing to, to stand out about it, but you know, solid film. Yeah. One thing I, I one thing I appreciate about Brave is like it's the one we can say princess that isn't chasing after a man. Yes. Yeah. You know? And and honestly, I was going to comment on this. This is that film that I think Pixar and Disney took a chance on. Oh, like yeah. they really tried to to do something a slightly different and that's why it raised itself up on my list compared to here. Yeah. But yeah. I agree with that. Um, number 19 on my list is Monsters University. Another solid movie for me. I thought it, it had some really funny moments. Again, it's a good origin story with familiar characters. Um, so it's got some it's got some funny things. It's definitely full of innuendos. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> um, so things that definitely aren't that kids aren't catching, um, which I've found pretty funny um but uh overall really good movie uh really fun way of them connecting the characters and you kind of just getting that glimpse to the background of um of mike and Sully's relationship um so 
fun movie. Um, but, uh, you know, just another, just another casualty to, to some of the others. So for uh, P19 on my end, we have Toy Story 4. Uh, much like what we had already spoken about earlier, uh, I just feel like this is a casualty to being a middle-of-the-road movie. Mm-hmm. The storyline was great. I liked how it's it, it was a right-off into the sunset for Toy Story. Yeah. You know? And, you know, for us that grew up with Toy Story, that that was the, you know, the closure of the book, so to speak. And it was proper. Like, it, it needed to be not a, a stellar film. It just needed to tie up the loose ends, and I feel like it did. Uh, however, because of, of how we're having to do this list, it fell kind of lower than what I expected it to. Yeah. But I think there's other deserving movies ahead of it yep. to come that will list. So it is P19 on my list. All right. So to 18, um, I'll kind of mirror what Jordan's pick was on 19, uh, Monsters U. Just a you know, wasn't anything spectacular. It just kind of filled in some blanks and had some humor in it, yeah. you know, to kind of take a look at their past prior to um, getting on the scare floor. So it was just, you know, there were some really funny moments. Some of those characters are pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, nothing really stood out for me. It's just, uh, you know, another good filler film. It fell casualty to such a banger list. I mean, yeah. that's all it is. Yeah, I will say, like, none of these movies are bad, right? Like, right. Uh, they're definitely worth the watch on all of them. Um, so for my P18, I went with The Bug's Life. Again, I I feel like this one's a deserving 18th uh, because it is a middle-of-the-road film. I personally liked it. Uh, the storyline's great. I love the characters. I love how the character development really worked in this uh, film, too. Uh, I just feel like this is where it belonged. Uh and it was the second Pixar film that they learned a lot from this movie, uh, in my opinion. And uh, it was it was a solid film, but there's, again, more deserving films ahead of it. That, and I think that this is a proper spot for A Bug's Life. It's amazing, too. You, you mentioned like just thinking about the, the history of these films. And you look at A Bug's Life from an animation point of view, like, you look at that and look Very at Very advanced for that time. Well, yeah, and but then now compare it to what we have today. I mean, right. 20 years later, it's insane the difference of, you know, of what they've done as far as technology goes. Um God, that makes me feel old. I know. Yep. <laughs> Just big size. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh number 18 on my list is Finding Dory. Um, again, I like catching up with the characters. I like seeing the origin, uh, story for Dory. You kind of get, they try to, you know, wrap you into that emotionally a little bit, right. And pull on your heartstrings. Um, and you have the, the comedic character with Hank and, uh, yeah, it's just overall, it's like, it, it was feel good. Um, but, uh, not the best. Pixar's ever done. I agree. Hank made that movie. Yeah, yeah he, did. he did. Yeah. Um, seventeen. Soul. Mm. Just you know, a great movie. I love Joe as a character. Love the whole um, the whole premise behind the movie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but just, you know, there's, there's other movies at the top of this list that just really, you know, hold a higher regard, uh, in my mind. So I hate it, but that's where it fell. Some reason, like, I feel like soul is so low on y'all's list. Like, it's a really good movie. It's all right. Yeah. It's my uh, list. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fair. Now I will say that this, a bulk of, uh, the last handful of movies, we all are very close to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because my, my P17 is Monsters U. Okay. So, yeah, we, we all kind of thought about the same there. Like, it was a good movie. It told a great story, but it's just, it's a middle of the road film. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. All right. It's time for me to make someone mad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to do it. Might as well just do it. Yeah. So uh, number 17 on my list is Inside Out. Oh, no, man. No. no. I, I, get it. I, get yeah. it. I mean, oh. it's great, right? Um, from here on out, like, these are all, like, really good movies. Um, so, and I absolutely love, like, the, you know, the turning the attention in, to your memories and, and the way, you know, like, the growing up aspect, right? And, right. Um yeah, especially now with having kids and you try to pay extra attention and, you know, cherish those times. And mm-hmm. so really good movie. Liked it a lot. Um, I just really like other movies ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, right. I was about to say that. Sorry, not sorry. I will come in and uh, Toy Story 3 will fill the slot for this one for me. Um, Toy Story 3 was where, to me, the the franchise started getting a little weird. Yeah. Um, you know, and I get it. The storyline's going to evolve, you know, from the time that the first Toy Story came out in what, 95, 96? 95, yeah, 95. Toy Story 3 came out in what, 2016 or something. 14 or something? Like, you think of how much society had changed and what kids wanted yeah. to see in movies that point in time so uh toy story 3 2010 yeah 2010 okay 15 years later yeah still that's a big gap a for big gap. A, you yeah. know for a third edition but it was like appropriate right like if you think about it it was literally like on the timeline of andy going that's to what i'm saying like, like it's it's hard to say it's too dark but it's a toy film yeah well like, that's why it still dark. made it 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 made it to the like you know the top portion of my list because it did give you like a full circle, like a real yeah. timeline lineage kind of feeling to it. So right. that's where that's you can what say that to the entire higher. series. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys on to number 16. I'll kick this one off. Okay. So, uh, kind of, kind of along with what, uh, Ryan just did finding Dory. Okay. Uh, uh, pretty much along the same lines. Uh, good movie. Love the storyline. Hank made that movie. Uh, it is what it is. It's a middle of the road film. <laughs> All right. Um, number 16 for me is Toy Story 4. Um, again, it's in the middle of this list um, because I love the characters. And I love the riding off into the sunset with Woody. But um, at the same time, some of those characters are creepy. And uh, it did like they were it was a little weird in a couple spots um but it was also one of those movies that 
we thought we would never get and we got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I appreciate about that. Uh, Cause I really appreciate it. This was actually the first film that I ever took my oldest son uh, to the movie theater for to see. Um, so it was his first one. So that was, a, there's a good memory tied to that too. Of like the whole yeah. experience of going to the movies. And now was that your, your first viewing of the movie too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. You started that movie series. Yeah. As a child, seeing it really, in the theaters, and then you got to close it with. I your went child to. In the theater. We went to cool. a premiere of it, like a special premiere of it. Yeah. My dad won tickets to it on the radio when I was a kid, and we went to a special premiere of it. Um, his ass was always winning dude, stuff on the radio you, back you, in the day. No, you, you're not lying, man. <laughs> it's insane, but, yeah. but that's cool. That how how Toy Story ties us to generations. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's 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 wild to me. Yeah. And now we got Toy Story Land to enjoy well, as adults. I was gonna say that's why <laughs> that that's why it li- that's why that exists, you know, because of the yep. this, the generational Bingo. spans, and you know, hopefully it's there for a long time. What you got, Ryan? Oh man, uh, Luca. Okay, Luca would be you know, it. I like the um, I like the movie. Not bad, you know. It's just at this point in the list, yeah. there's just they're gonna get trumped by other other ones that are are for sure banger worthy yeah. and now as they're narrowing down i'm starting to see that we're going to have a lot of the same top 10 so this is going to be pretty cool how this shakes out yeah, yeah. i just can't wait to upset <laughs> you guys <laughs> i know i know i'm waiting for it to come there's gonna be utter disappointment coming <sighs> and to be honest with you i feel like it's going to come from me all right well then go ahead number 15 <laughs> honestly it's probably going to be number 15 <laughs> the incredibles Oh wow! Okay, The Incredibles. Okay. Uh, to me, this film was put out way before its time. I think, I think it, it could have came out four years later and still done just as well. Uh, the problem with this movie for me is that it's kind of like their first go at it with a superhero kind of movie. Okay, and. I feel like it 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 doesn't live up to what we would expect for a superhero type movie. Love the movie, but I just feel like I had a lot more unanswered questions to it than most films. Okay, this is why I love this episode because I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drama, suspense. Yeah. Uh, number fifteen on my list is Cars Three. Um, I love Cars 3. I love seeing the history from all the way back to Cars, the original Cars movie and seeing, uh, Smokey and the gang, you know, like, um, I love, you know, Thunder Hollow and like, and just that whole piece of it and seeing like, you know, like all of uh, Doc's, you know, friends and kind of things that play out, right? Like things that you th- that you started asking yourself when you're watching the original Cars movie, um, and really even like the second one after after the actor that played Doc passed away, um, you know, you start thinking like, oh, what happened to 
Doc Hudson and, and stuff. And so I think it was a great way for them to pay respect and an homage back to. And they did a reg, uh, great job with that. To too. the past. And you brought that past forward. And then it also allowed. It was a coming of age story in a sense that mm-hmm. it wasn't your typical coming of age story like Luca or like Turning Red is. Right. But right. it was like the coming of age for Lightning McQueen. Right. Like he was mm-hmm. learning to hand the reins to, to someone else, you know, mm-hmm. and so you don't get that in a lot of movies, especially in Pixar movies. And um, so that's that's one of the things I appreciated was that piece of it and the handoff there. And then also the empowerment of crews and, you know, and to see that, hey, this this I'm going to say, like, quote unquote, girl race car. Right. Can mm-hmm. be uh, can be in a dominant place in, you know, and be right there in the mix with all. Yeah. And I love, I mean, the antagonist Jack Jackson storm as an antagonist is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, So I really, really, really enjoy cars three. I I think it hit all the buttons of like, it honored the past and it took care of, you know, original cars fans uh, basically skipped over that cars two even happened. Um, yeah, which I'm okay with. Probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just gave you that, like that, just that Renaissance story of like, all right, like Lightning came back and he gave it all, and he then he had that yeah. realization that you know he needed to pass on the torch, and yeah, it was just it has all those things. It, and so I really enjoy that movie. Um, I when I was putting this list together, I was surprised that it landed at 15 because I thought it would have been higher on the list. Um, and that's where this whole thing is really rough for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a couple of things I'll say about cars three is number one, how they, they didn't really make mention of doc being gone, mm-hmm. but they, they, they make it apparent enough visually that he was gone yeah. to where you kind of in your own mind, you didn't you, you put two happened. and two together. Yeah. But also, when he goes back to Thunder Hollow and then they show him that Doc was enshrining him oh, all yeah. along too, that to me was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you know, Lightning was all about, you know, Doc's history and Doc's success. And all along, Doc was enshrining Lightning. Yeah. And, you know, everybody else knew how proud Doc was of him, but Lightning never really quite knew it. Yeah. And, awesome. you know, like you said, the empowerment of Bruce. So, yeah, that's just that's such a good yeah. one. You got great characters, too. Like Miss Fritter, mm-hmm. man. I mean, like, yeah, that's awesome. fantastic. They nailed that casting. Uh, they nailed reminds that me of a lunch lady in elementary school. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Love it. All right. So um, <clears throat> since I'm rounding out, um, what is this? 15? Yes, sir. 14? F- 15. 15. So um, my 15 was already mentioned uh, just a second ago. Yeah, Incredibles too. It just was not, you know, wasn't it? All right. And uh, I'll I'll go ahead and lead into fourteen too because that would be Cars two for me, mm. since that was already mentioned, and that that's we've already explained why. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll uh I'll pick up from here. Uh, my uh, P fourteen will be Brave. Uh, same exact uh, here. Same here. Uh, I felt like Brave Brave deserved a little bit north of. Uh, middle of the road uh, because as I mentioned earlier I feel like Pixar took a chance mm-hmm. and, and really told a slightly different story than what we would normally expect from a princess story I like the fact too that it brings in some historic like, like the historical, historical yeah. like myth 
type things from Scotland. You know, like I mm-hmm. really enjoy that aspect of that film. Right. Um, Some of that folklore. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. And yeah. it's like the music and like all the feeling. And right. It's really, really cool. It came out. Yeah. I didn't actually think about this till just now, but it came out right around like when the Lord of the Rings was really popular when those films yep. were coming out. And so I think yep. it was kind of Disney's response almost to that of like, that's a good, you argument. know, like we've got these guys on horseback with, you know, bows and arrows and, you know, swords and you, like, we need kind of like that warrior type movie. Um, but like, let's make it a female and then let's make it in Scotland. And yeah, I, it's really, really cool. And I want to put this into perspective because uh, this movie came out in 2012. The movie that came out prior to this uh, from Pixar was Cars 2. And the film that came out after Brave in 2013 was Monsters University. That's a lot of diversity right there between those three films. All right. Let's go to number 13. Uh, That, for me, is Onward. I... I love the father son storyline. It it does everything you want a Pixar movie to do. Uh, tugs on your heartstrings. Um, makes you feel like you 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 have rooting interest for the characters, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It it it's just quintessential Pixar. Um, yep. And the, you know, I was kind of nervous. This came out like. Unfortunately, this thing came out at like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And so you had yep. all this buildup of like, oh, here's this new movie that's coming out from Pixar. Like it was like the first one they had released in a couple of years. And so like people were really, they're starting to build it up, right? They're starting to build up the yep. anticipation for it. And then all through 2019. Right. And then the pandemic happened yep. like as soon as the Literally. movie came out. And yep. March 6th. Yeah. And so obviously all the theaters got shut down all the guy yep. you know so i don't think this film got enough of its the due. justice yeah yep because you know we got the opportunity to to watch it basically as soon as it came out um digitally and um yeah. it was it was just so good and so i really i really think that this could be even higher on a lot of other people's lists um had it gotten its full fanfare Yep. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Uh, and lucky enough, uh, Disney had already rolled out Disney Plus yeah. prior to the pandemic because had that not happened, this film would have tanked. Yeah, I think. And and it would have been so unfortunate because it's such a good movie. Yeah. Um, and you'll see where it finds uh, winds up on my list here soon. So speaking of my list, we're on P13, correct? Yes, sir. This is where Cars landed for me. Oh, my goodness. Um, Cars 1? Cars 1. Okay. Okay. Pretty controversial. I'm I'm agreeing. (laughs) However, this is my favorite Cars film out of the three, hands down. Yeah. Do not like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll see. We'll see how you. I mean, yes, it is the highest ranked Cars movie on your list. And and I'm a NASCAR fan, so like this is based on my favorite sport, so it, it kind of doesn't make sense. But uh, I just feel like there's better storyline movies ahead of it. Uh, mm. That's the only thing that held it back, in my opinion. Damn. All right, let's move on quickly from that. Ryan, what you got? <laughs> um, inside yeah, out. I heard some feelings, boys. 
<laughs> I'm never clear my throat, man. You got me lumping. <laughs> but yeah, Inside Out, good movie. Um, you know, just great, hilarious characters. Uh, her dad just oh. Riley's dad broods dad energy. Like I, <laughs> he's my spirit animal. So um, yeah, you know, just middle of the road. It's just there's other ones that hold more precedence. Mm. All right. Let's go getting their breath back from mine. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Justin. Um, number 12. Uh, for me... I'm going to do it again here, too. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> for me, Finding Nemo, uh, number 12. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, solid film. You, you know, it's it's a classic. Um, it's one of the first Pixar movies that you think of, right? Um, so, super, super popular. Uh, could be higher on a lot of other people's lists mm-hmm. um but uh for me finding nemo fantastic i would watch it over and over again love the characters um but nothing nothing bad to say at all just number 12 on my list all right uh p12 on mine monsters inc uh i feel like this is a, a perfect spot for it mm-hmm. uh told a great story funny uh like you said earlier jordan it checks a lot of the boxes that you would expect from a pixar film yeah uh and uh character introductions were great in that movie to be honest um and how they how they uh incorporated the human life into the uh the monster life and how they mingled between the two i i loved how that played out so uh great film yeah all right so um this is where a bug's life ends up for me okay okay pretty high um you know uh it really even nostalgia put it yeah this high on the list for yeah me, more than anything um great movie but yeah just you know nostalgia got me on that one yeah that's about it yeah i totally i'm a it. beautiful butterfly <laughs> <laughs> who ordered the poo poo platter <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> moving on to number 11 um for me is uh monsters inc so everything you said yeah. justin um just you know, classic Pixar, um, you know, Mike and Sully are classic characters. Um, you get everything you want. You get feel good. You get funny. Uh, you have a great antagonist. Um, it's yeah, it does everything you want it to do. And honestly, how they did monsters, uh, in this, how they introduced monsters. I feel like this is how they should have looked at for toy story. You know, when they started looking at the creepy dolls and the creepy introductions, kind of loosely look at what they did with Monsters, Inc. Okay. I think that would have told a better story, personally. Okay. I've got some other thoughts on that that I'll share in a little bit. Okay. All right. Hmm. What you got, number 11? Number 11, Finding Nemo. Yes. You know, yeah. another, really, another one that was saved by nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, did I already go through my P11? I don't think I did. No. Uh, Toy Story 2 landed here for me. Okay. Uh, it, it deserves a top 10 spot, but I, it was so hard in this section right here. Cause I told y'all five to 10 was the hardest for me. Yeah. Um, but Toy Story 2, I love the introduction of Bullseye, Jesse, yep. the prospector. Yeah. Uh, when that came out, uh, it fit right in with Toy Story One. Yeah, uh, great continuation film, fantastic continuation film. Yeah, um, and just have the character storylines developed even more. You got to see Woody and Buzz become 
better friends. Mm-hmm. You got to see the rest of the toys, you know, except Buzz uh, and Woody back for what he was doing from Toy Story 1 with his betrayal. So it, it, it was just one of them feel good films. And it, like we've said a couple of times already, it checks a lot of the boxes that Pixar, good Pixar films will check. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not too far off. All right, guys. Top 10. Yeah, Ooh. top 10. Here we yep. go. Who wants to kick it off? I will. Um, just because it'll be an easy one. Uh, Monsters, Inc. You know, we, right. y'all both just yeah, mentioned so these. Close. So. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Justin? Uh, coming in at 10th for me is Luca. Uh, wow. Okay. The storyline. The storyline was so good to me. Yeah. Um, I, I loved how they had the, the inner turmoil, like where he yeah. was just fighting himself and trying to find out who he wanted to be. And it showed a lot of independence uh, in a very unique way that uh, I think only Pixar could have pulled off. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think that was such a fantastic way that they pulled off the storyline to tell that um, character development, character storylines were just, I mean, just top notch. It was a really good film. Yeah. And the animation in that film is fantastic, oh, too. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 10 for me. Um it, this is where it gets interesting for you guys uh, is the good dinosaur. Um, okay. So it made top 10 for me. I remember watching this for the first time. Uh, I think that Melissa was either pregnant with our first or we had just had our first. Um, and so being a brand new dad um, watching this movie um going through i mean instantly you get the you get the loss right and then you get the struggle and trying to find your place in the world and um and then the acceptance into family and it's, it's just it hits so many strings that you know it's just one of those movies and i think and definitely a part of me has that that spot in my life where that movie right. came into where I, you know, when I saw the movie that it was like, and that's where it kind of sticks with me at, right? Like it's, it's a place there in the heart that it sticks. Um, so, I think we could all speak like that too yeah. for some of these films. So that's why it's there. Um, just what it meant to me at the time that I, that I originally watched it. And you know, I think I'll always feel that way about this one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I got a uh, weighing in at number nine for me is the Incredibles. Okay, it's it's hard to beat them, but uh, there was just a there's a few other movies that that still was was just a, a echelon above that. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely prefer the first Incredibles over the second one. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, number nine for me uh, is Toy Story two. Um, again, like you said, right, the continuation story that you absolutely needed and deserved, uh, getting to see Woody in his background, as well as the expansion of his character set, right? Um, great, you know, kind of unfolding events with Stinky Pete. Um, you know, you get uh, just the the introductions of the new characters themselves. Um yeah. They did that scene so good. Yeah. It's just really cool. Um, you get Gary, special appearance by Gary. Um, mm-hmm. And 
yeah, I just really like it. Oh, and it's one of the best. It has one of the best innuendos that Pixar's ever put in a film. When uh, Buzz meets Jesse for the first time. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Toy Story 2. <laughs> uh, what you got? So, yep. My P9 is Finding Nemo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pretty close. As a as a boy dad, you know, I, I understand where, where they were coming from with the development of this. Uh, and I loved like the, the places it took, uh, uh, Marlon. Yeah. I, I, I loved the turmoil. I loved the topsy turvy whimsical kind of way when he met Dory and they ventured together and, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the, the turtle, uh, the turtle scenes, just classic, <laughs> Uh, unforgettable scenes there. Uh, you know, grab shell, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I love love that stuff. So, oh, um, he lives, hey, dude. <laughs> exactly. See, <laughs> just, just memorable moments. Yeah, just so many memorable moments throughout that film that I could quote like all day long. Uh, and it brings a smile to my face. So it, it ranks pretty high, probably more than what it deserves, if I'm being honest. But it, it's it's just one of them films that just tugs at my heartstrings, and I just it's too good of a film to to leave it yeah outside of where it was all right uh moving on to number eight uh for me is the incredibles um just one of those movies that i think it i mean you're right justin i mean it could have come out two years before could come out two years after it would have been a hit um i think it's great i i I love the superhero aspect i love the i love the time period no other movie um that pixar's done has been set in this type of time period and so i love that aspect of it um and you just got so many great characters um you know so many great like personalities in the characters um really good villain um just overall like really 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 fun movie um again disappointed what they did with the second one but um this first one like is always going to be a classic can't argue with that it's 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 a good film it's just it it ranks lower on my list yeah um number eight for me uh toy story 2 you know just Mm -hmm. really nothing i can say to defend it or you know justify it that's just where i felt it needed to be Got my own reasons, you know. It's just <laughs> pretty much what Jordan said, but you know, yeah. it's just it is what it is. So my P eight honestly deserves a top five, but there's the films that are in the top five really mean something to me. So it, it's it's Go tough ahead, for me to put it down here. Yep, Wally. Oh. Wally is P eight. Okay. Uh. I mean, it's a great film. Yeah, I, there's I can't diss it. It's so good. We'll forget. Um, it's just I have I have movies ahead of this that pulled up my heartstrings more than it's what Molly did. Victim of circumstance. Yep, it's okay. It, like I said, it deserves a top five. It really does. But it is what it is. All right, Ryan, take us in seven. Uh, Cars three. Okay. So a little higher up yeah. on my list. You know, I, I kind of relished on you know. Uh, earlier when you mentioned cars three, just mm-hmm. how the, the storyline where it uh, lightning realized that he meant 
you know, just as much to Doc as Doc meant to him. And uh, being able to kind of tie his history in and bring that all full circle and then become uh, Cruz's mentor in the same capacity that Doc was to him. That right. just, you know, it, it gave that, that movie a good storyline. It's like a knowledge passed on from generation to generation kind yeah. of thing, like Lion King. You know? yeah. yeah. All right. Um, seven on my list is... Coco. Um, okay. I mean, it's a hit, right? The the if you start with the animation, it's beautiful. Oh, it's a beautiful film. Beautifully done. Um, it's got everything you want in it: happy, sad, uh, scared. Uh, it's just it's just amazing. It's a really really great movie, and and now we're at the point in the list where it's like these could all be number ones. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, just like the the aspect of the family, you know, like it's just it's really really cool. It's super. I'm super impressed with it. The first time I ever saw it, and uh, yeah, it's just one of those really really good the music's pictures. fantastic. Yes, it is. Yeah, the, I mean, the soundtrack is amazing. It's got everything you want in in a movie in general, right? Not regardless of it being Pixar movie, it's got everything you want in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it would be a successful film no matter what it was. Uh, but it was very well written. Yes, I mean it's just overall super super good. So, um, yeah, I can't say good enough good stuff about it. I I concur. Uh, P seven for me. Uh, again, th- any of these could be in the top ten. Any of these could be number ones for me. Uh, but uh, Inside Out fell here for me. Uh, I absolutely love how they characterized our personalities. Mm-hmm. I, I love how they, they really use their imaginations to tell this, like what we, what we don't know about ourselves or what we do know about ourselves in some instances and are, are afraid to explore those areas. I, I, how they how they incorporated all those different moods from you know babyhood growing up going mm-hmm. to school you know the the storyline of you know when she was going to uh, a new school like we've all been through there you know we've we've all had that feeling of loneliness of being uh by yourself you didn't want to be there you didn't want to leave your friends behind but you had to you felt like you didn't fit in uh, and you, you know, fought against your parents, thought about running away. Like, there's so much of that movie we could all relate to. That it's it's just it tugged at my heartstrings again, you know, and that's what got it to where it's at for me. Uh, but P seven Inside Out. All right, number six. Um, I'll go ahead and kick that one, and it will be Wally. Um, I absolutely love Wally. I remember seeing it in theaters when it first came out. And, uh, I, I don't think I appreciated it then when I first I saw it, Yep. the way that, well, let me take it back. I know I do not, I did not appreciate it back then the way I appreciate it now. Um, yeah, you kind of grow with that. You character. do, you do. Yeah. And it's, it's really, it's, if you actually think about it, it's a film that it's about maturity, right? Like, yeah, it's about yeah. not only like 
physically the earth is maturing on in the film, but like it's a way of thinking and like and changing the way you think about ideas and about even about mm-hmm. relationships, right? Like, I mean, these dang robots make you like fall in love basically. And yeah. like, it's just, it's crazy. I, you know, like this is the only movie that you could like fall in love with a roach and cheer for him. Yeah. I mean, like, um, <laughs> it's yeah. Wally's a great film. Um, I love everything about it. My favorite thing about Wally is the fact that he says hardly anything to begin with and communicates exactly what you hear in your head. Yes. And it's open for interpretation, really. It's it's really an open book kind of film. Uh I love the uh the uh it's not cause and effect. It's the obstacles he goes through. So how he approaches them and he just does not give up. Yeah. He just takes it in his stride mm-hmm. and just keeps, you know, life's a garden. He kept on digging, you know, <laughs> yeah, keep on keeping on. <laughs> and, and you know, that, that film teaches you a lot about self perseverance. Look at, you know, all the different, look at life from a different perspective. Yeah. Really. And I, it's a really, really good film. Oh man. Gosh. Well, this is uh, Man, this, is this has where, been so good. This is where Coco falls in line for me. Okay. So, great quality film. Um, you know, pretty much mirroring what we've already said about it. Um, these movies got to this portion of the list for a reason. Yeah, you know exactly. So, it's just great film, great music, uh, just solid. Well, for P six on my end, this is where Soul fell for me. Wow. Uh, I I personally adore this movie i how they told the story of you know living life to the fullest because you only get one go around like i never would have thought that's how that story could be told and it's funny how they did some of the comedic parts of it where you know joe came back as the cat yeah (laughs) that that was funny to me like i I laughed so damn hard Uh, (laughs) but just it, it was such a good flowing movie from start to finish. Like I felt like there was hardly any real like stagnant, you know, not a whole lot going on scenes in that movie. And as a musician myself, like I could relate to a lot that was going on in that film, what he was fighting, you know, with writer's block and stuff like that and trying to make it big. And you know, you've got the talent, but it's just your, your shot hasn't happened. You haven't had the right set of eyes on you yet. Like, I could relate to that. And Jordan, I know you do as well. Mm-hmm. Like there was so much that I could relate to in this film. It was just like, man, like <laughs> that's me. <laughs> it felt, felt like me. Mm. Such a good film though, man. I can't speak enough about that. It, it's such a good film for me. All right, guys. So we are into the top five. These yes, are the sir. cream of the crop. This is where it's going to get interesting. Yep. And I honestly, I, let me kick off. Okay. So uh P5 Ratatouille. Okay. Uh what can I say? Uh, we love our food. Uh they venture into a lot of places. Yeah. Uh the story of a mouse or a rat, however you want to talk about it. Uh the story from his perspective being a cook. Like this is something that only Pixar could pull off, but how he develops his relationship 
to to get into the position he ended up in like the character development there was insane how they got it all to incorporate and then you know you see it, it's like a double-edged sword like you see you know there's a rat in the uh kitchen so we got to close it down but then they open up their own place at the end and they're still cooking and people don't give a crap anyway that a rat is helping cook mm-hmm. like it, it's it's a double-edged sword it's like dang well they lost gusto's well guess what they opened up their own restaurant so win-win <laughs> such a good story yeah all right so this is uh this is where wally falls in for me so, so you know, super close then where yeah these are these are all kind of clustered together, but yeah, Wally, uh, you can't help but love him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you really can't. Him and him and Barney both just their little antics. Um, but yeah, that's that's where P five Wally he gets the top five. Yeah. All right, so uh, number five on my list is up. And Ooh, yeah, okay. Um, I I mean I can't say enough about this movie. I mean, first ten minutes make you cry your eyes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last 10 minutes make you cry your eyes out. Um, and you experience yeah. a bunch of other things throughout the middle of that. And yep. uh, it's just, man, it's so, it's so, so good. It's so good. There, We've got so much up themed things in my yep. household. Um, <laughs> it's just insane. Uh, it's, it's such a great film. Um, again, it's one of those that when you think off the top of your head, like, oh, I'm going to rank Pixar movies. Like up's gonna be like yeah up could uh, be, gonna be up, up could be number one for sure yeah and like and then you start writing these things down you're like oh wow like ups like at number five like and it's just wow. one of those things yeah. you know it's like I love everything about that movie and uh, I mean it could it, I mean ask me tomorrow it could be number one um, that's how tight these <laughs> these top five are yeah I agree but, top five is easily the toughest to to put in order. Uh, like you had to really self check. Yeah. But uh so we'll kick off uh P four here. Okay. Uh mine was onward. Uh okay. I I when this movie released, I was uh I watched it I think the day it came out. Uh absolutely just it blew me away how good it was. Uh and I hate that it did not get the fanfare it deserved. I I think this film could have easily been up there with you could you could say it could be the next uh the next Wally, you know, how it came out. Uh just it, it was too daggum good of a film for it to not get the recognition that it deserves. Uh and it's just do yourself a favor and watch it. It's it's okay. beyond beyond your imagination of what it could have been. Yeah. Uh, number four for me, uh, very close, uh, is Ratatouille. So we were pretty yep. close there as well. Um, again, it's one of those instant, if you think about a Pixar movie, it's one of those that you think about. Um, yep. so it's, you know, uh, nothing else to say. It's super fantastic. Uh, and uh, it's number four for a reason. Yeah. Number four for me, um, Ratatouille. It's, yeah. It, it's greatness. Yep. Love the storyline. Love the characters. Um, yeah. That's the, all these films right here. They, they should, there should be a, 
there should be a number one beside each of them, but <laughs> yeah. So Ratatouille falls at number four. All right. So we're into the top three now, everybody. Uh, yeah, we're on the podium finishers. Here yeah. we are. <laughs> All right. So um, my bronze medal today is going to Cars, uh, the original <laughs> Cars movie. Um, I mean, it's it, it means a lot of things to me. Not only is it a, a great movie in my in my personal opinion, uh, just for what it offers as a film itself, um, but it also is very close near and dear to my heart and it was one of the first films that my son gravitated to and my oldest son gravitated to and um yeah so i've watched this movie way more way many more times than i can count um right and i if you turn it on right now i would sit there and watch every minute of it um so i just it's it's great i know it's, it's not everyone's cup of tea um, and that's fine, but it's my cup of tea and it's number three. And honestly, like I'm with you on that. Like that was the first film that my son really gravitated to. And I think that probably played into how low it got on my end just because of how many times we watched it. <laughs> uh, Cause I mean, it was ridiculous, uh, but I agree 100%. I'll go with my, uh, my bronze finisher here uh, up. Can't, can't say enough about it. Uh, Kevin is the great comedian in this movie. Uh, if you've never watched this movie, you've done yourself a disservice. And uh, if you've never watched watch that movie, movie, pause this podcast right now and go watch it. Yeah. Just you want to laugh your ass off. This is the film that'll do it. I love Kevin. So <laughs> on that note, up also gets the bronze medal for me. So that makes it pretty easy. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Who gets the silver? Go for it, Ryan. Uh, cars. <clears throat> cars won. Yep. Um, much, much to how you just spoke, Jordan. Um, cars was the movie that my youngest daughter really gravitated towards when she first got to where she could sit down and watch a movie and like understand what's going on. And yeah you know, name characters and all that. And this was also at the same point in time we first started going to Disney. Right. So this is a very, very sentimental kind of, yep, you know, exactly kind of thing. Yep. And at this point in time, she, everything about like, we listened to the car soundtrack going down to <laughs> Disney. We listened to the car yep. soundtrack going to school. Um, we stayed at the cars family suites. And when we got down there to art of animation and we say there like three times last year, yep. She would absolutely lose her mind. Oh yeah, just with the cars outside, being in Radiator yep. Springs, and just and just that whole phase. And honestly, she's she went to a little kick of watching like a the Spider Man cartoon yep. that's on Disney Junior. Yep. But now she's back on her cars kick again. So she took like a two month break, and now we're back to you know we got to see Lightning McQueen and Mater every day. Yep. But um, you know all the music, you know, with Rascal Flats and Brad Paisley, just that, that whole movie, um, that whole movie is pretty special to me. Yep. Absolutely. You want to take uh, your shot here, Jordan? Yeah. Uh, Toy Story, the original Toy Story. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's the first Pixar movie ever made. It's arguably the best characters that Pixar has ever made. 
uh, and it is my household is 100% a Toy Story household. Um, there is more Toy Story things in this house than there are regular things, probably. <laughs> um, uh, it's just it's just one of those things. Uh, it's just every piece of that film uh, and franchise. But this is really, I mean, this is where the franchise started. This is where, yeah, yeah. it's that was the groundbreaker. Yeah, it was. It it means. It means it meant a lot to me when I was a kid. It means a lot to my son. And it means a lot to me now because it means a lot to him. And, you know, like there's just so there's so much about about Toy Story that I absolutely love. And if this isn't at the top of your list of this movie, this is one that I could I, that I could start a fight over. That if it's not in yeah, if it's not a top three, yeah, then yeah, get out of here. Like you do not know what you're what you're watching. Um, I agree. Clearly, you need to show somebody where you hit your head on that coffee table. <laughs> you are yeah. not right in the head. Uh, the beginning of it is where we were introduced to Gary too uh, by the with the shorts. Oh. So it's just one like it packages everything that you want it to be yeah. right. Like it is literally it's it's got to be the Pixar movie that all others are. It set the precedent, Hell right? To like, the standard. Yeah, it's yeah. it is the standard for for Pixar movie, and um, it's crazy that it's your first one ever, and like that sets the standard. But I mean, and it's been proven like for yeah. almost thirty years yeah. now. It's crazy, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, it stood strong. Yeah. So uh, I, I concur. Uh, there's nothing else I can say to that. Uh, coming up for uh, silver on my end, uh, Coco. Yeah. Uh, I'm a I'm a big family guy, uh, as we all are. Uh, this this film really preached a lot about what you're willing to do for family, yeah. Um, and and the lengths that you'll go to make things right for family. Um, the storyline, the character conflict, the you know the push and pull on your heartstrings, the music, the visuals, like. This thing had it all. Uh, just, uh, it, it's so good. Even, even if you're not of Hispanic origin, there's a lot to appreciate and a lot to learn, really, mm-hmm. uh, from this film. Yeah. And it teaches it in such a fantastic way where you could really, really appreciate where they're coming from with this film. And you can tell that they did their homework on it on making it historically accurate. You know, when you're, you're talking about, you know, Dia de los Muertos, like this is actual stuff that families go through in that culture. Like this is culturally accurate, uh, which I will give Pixar and Disney enough credit for. They do their homework on it and they spend enough, you know, on researching it to make sure it's that way. Uh, so it's represented accordingly. So, uh, well-rounded film. You go see it. All right, the moment we've all been waiting for. Well, I know. So, yep. y'all's is, y'all, <laughs> both of yours is Toy Story. Yep, for number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do y'all want to give any color on that before I re- go through mine? If y'all were keeping um, up with my list, it's the best for a reason. Yeah, just it was the groundbreaker. Uh, it. it they, it, it shows you how Pixar got it right, right out of the gate. I mean, came out the gate swinging. So, um, uh, 
I've, I've tried to keep up with what Jordan has left to pick, and I'm wanting to say, is it Toy Story 3 that's your number one? It is. It's number one. Wow. Yeah. 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 And I'll tell you what. So here. here that's. Okay. Yeah, we, we're going to have to fight here. It's vastly different than, than, than yours, especially. But um, so Toy Story 3 for me, it, it's everything. So if you put it to perspective of you, you started out with Toy Story. And you then you got to see it's like basically like you you owning Woody and Buzz, right? And Rex and right. the guys. And you then are introduced to Prospector and Jesse and Bullseye and, and that history and continuation. And then here comes the time in, in Andy's life where he has to give these toys away, right? And um, so you, you're introduced to some great characters. I mean, Lotso is one of the best villains, I think, in any Disney movie or Pixar movie, or, you know, um, because you don't really see it coming. Um, right. you, you know, you're put through all this, like, you kind of feel sorry for the villain in the film. So you kind of are rattling your brain on how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you think, I mean, it puts you through every emotion set of like, you're about to lose these toys, right? Like they're about to, I mean, they're about to be gone. Like they're about to be burned. Um, yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> but like that, like that scene is what everything, it everything that happened before then is what led to, right? Like, so that's, yeah, it's like, it's the... Toy Story 4, we never thought was going to happen. So when Toy Story 3 happens, right, like you could literally see like, oh, is this the end? And that's what that's what that felt like. You know, like it was one of those moments where you're like, oh, wow, like this is this is this is really how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was the ultimate buildup. And then you had that moment where. Andy gives the toys to Bonnie. And that was like the, for me, right? Like there's a reason why Toy Story 4 was lower on this list because yeah, you got that right off in the sunset with Woody, but that really felt like it happened with Bonnie when Andy handed it over to Bonnie, right? Like it was, it was, that was like saying like, all right, I put it in the analogy of me to my son. Like here I am. I'm giving you this now. Like, this is yours. These are your toys now. These are yours to take care of. And like, so that's where my mind is for that film is like, this was my closure of Toy Story. Gotcha. And so this is, this is, this was it. This was where everything, what everything came to. And so that's why it's number, that's why it's number one, because it's number, you know, Toy Story with number two on the list. You know, it just evolved um, into the greater storyline. Um, and, you know, like the original Toy Story never made you feel sad, you know, like, or, right. you know, like you never thought you were going to lose these toys. Um, and it's crazy, right? Like, you, it makes you feel that emotion in a damn cartoon. And, like, and like, it's insane the, the emotional attachment that they can make you feel with these characters. And that has something to do with it being the third movie too, is that 
that connection is stronger with each film, right? So you had that stronger connection. You know, I had a stronger connection in by the time we got to the third film. So gotcha. That's I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. You know, if you didn't tear up in Toy Story Three at the culmination, uh you a damn lie. Because uh <laughs> Oh man, so that that scene right there, man. Oh, yeah. Oh that that pulled up I and look I was I inside I'm sitting there just screaming, No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah, your your inner ten year old, eight year old self is coming out going like this is not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's why I thought as as an adult is too dark, but I mean, from that perspective, I could see where. You're yeah, and from, you th- so. you say the the, thing, the you know too dark um, setting, but like Toy Story one was dark, man. I mean, Sid was chopping up these Sid. toys and like making monsters out of them. I mean, you got the creepy yeah. doll head on the little mechanical. Arm. I'm like, dude, that was creepy. All right, like that's pretty dark. Oh yeah, the little spider yes. thing. Yeah, yes. that's what nightmares uh-huh. are made of, right? So yeah. like. When you think about when you say like oh well this it got dark like man, it was pretty it was already pretty creepy because we were already chopping toys up and strapping them to rockets and stuff and blowing them up so but we all knew that kid <laughs> everybody had that kid in their neighborhood so it was totally relatable yep yeah so <laughs> yeah so wow, this, this was good yeah this is great I love this I, I this was one of my f- favorites to put together um, I really actually I I mean I anguish over this list because I felt like I was like, I felt bad for some of the movies that I was putting lower on the list because I didn't necessarily want to, but like, uh, well, I, I had to put, I had to put them somewhere. Yeah. You should see my list. It looks like one of those conspiracy theory boards <laughs> where I was like, no, wait, 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 no way. If this one can't be here, it's gotta be here. Yep. I, I did. It was, it was, yeah, it was crazy, but it was, uh, it was fun. I like, I like, we should do more of these. Yeah, this is great. And yeah, um, as we mentioned previously, uh, you at home or wherever you're listening, uh, get your own list together. Do this, do this list, um, to celebrate, uh, 25th, uh, film that Pixar has released and put your own list together and get your family involved and, and see what they think and, uh, and have, have this same debate. Uh, we'd love to know, uh, how it goes. So, uh, uh, with that being said, we're uh, going to wrap this one up. Uh, it's been a pleasure uh, speaking to you guys again after our little bit of a little bit break. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back again um, uh, next week for another episode as well. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast on wherever you prefer to listen to your podcast episodes. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher and many, many other podcast platforms. Uh, make sure you hit that notification. And so you'll be notified whenever a new episode drops. And uh, we would uh, love to have you uh, leave us a review while you're listening. Uh, so your platform provider like Apple Podcasts has the little stars. Go ahead and click those stars for us while you're listening. Uh, let us know uh, how we're doing and you can do so. You can leave us feedback that way. And, uh, also, uh, leave us a comment as well if uh, your platform allows that. Uh, we appreciate any feedback you can provide us with. Um, again, just go follow us on all the socials. Uh, we've got a lot of trips coming up very, very soon. and uh, Starting next yeah. week for myself. Woo! Love it. 
So here we go. Yeah. It's, time, it's time to rock and roll. Yeah. So uh, we'll be back and forth to Disney uh, on all kinds of different trips uh, over the next several, uh, really several months. I mean, we've got trips back to back to back to back uh, lined up. So um, be sure uh, to subscribe to us uh, on all the socials so you can uh, see what we're up to. And uh, I think that's it. You guys got anything else? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, with that being said, guys, uh, we will see you next time. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. This is Off the Monorails. Off the Monorails.